beautifully for Gray. Pacey direct, takes it on and scores brilliantly! Damari Gray opens the scoring for Everton, having netted his first for the club last week. Just skips over Sanchez, left foot outstretched. And what a start to an Everton career he's had. Hi guys, this is Ash here for the Goodison Blues Supporters Club Ireland Podcast and welcome to another edition and this is the Match Reaction episode number 96. Getting closer to that 100, it is finished uh, today. Everton, sorry, Brighton nil, Everton 2. A very, very, I suppose, no cliche is always going to have a cliche but you have a, a tale of two halves. Everton were ish, they were okay in the first half but an almighty performance in the second half to not sit back on a 2-0 lead and dominate the game. And, you know, whatever Brighton threw at us, defence, midfield, forwards, everybody did their part. And Awobi, another, you know, a walk-on appearance by him, and he played extremely well again. If you could give them three man-of-the-matches, you'd have Alan Decore and uh, Demaria Gray. Um, but we go right from the start, guys. And, of course, there was no Godfrey, uh, no James, as we thought was going to happen, and this time no Mina. Um, I believe Gabama didn't take uh, take, uh, didn't take part because he had some sort of a dental issue. So Mason Holgate partnered Michael Keane in defence. So a few very difficult minutes um, for Trossard of all people, as you know right from the start he got into a tangle with Lucadinha, and then a ball in the face by Keane left him down on the ground for a couple of moments. A difficult first ten minutes as. For me especially, as every stream I tried to watch either stopped working or kept on buffering. So the first major action I actually saw of the game was Mopay shooting long distance at Pickford. And I was like, okay, I thought Mopay was supposed to be injured. He shouldn't be in this game. And 15 minutes in, Gray was in and he pulled back for Townsend, who just couldn't connect with the ball. Straight up the other end and then Michael Keane had to deflect a bright, a Brighton effort over the bar. So Brighton were looking stronger at the time, which was, you know, not what I was hoping for. You know, Everton were a little bit sloppy in possession at times, wasting it in important areas. So Seamus Coleman was on the ball, 302 Premier League appearances now. He was having a quiet game at that moment in time, 20 minutes in. We were being pinned back just a little bit by Brighton and Calvert-Lewin was not really getting any service at all to him. Um, VR had a look at a possible handball from Brighton but it was complete very quickly and it was in for a corner and it was right into the keeper's hands. Um, very poor corner. Actually, overall, our, po- our corners during the whole game were, were very, very poor from Dinia. Sometimes it looked... You know, like we were just cancelling each other out and Brighton got forward. It looked like things were going to happen. And then when we did it, we just looked like we were hitting a dead end each time. So 25 minutes in of huff and puff, you know, really a few knocks to both sides and players down a couple of times. The Curry was uh, was everywhere, as was Alan battling. You know, they were standout. He was everywhere on the pitch, trying to win back the ball every time. Gray was being found in great positions, but when trying too much, maybe just an easier pass would be on the cards. But as nil all, maybe you could say it was even Stephen. 27 minutes in, Townsend shifted onto his left foot. And he hit a shot towards the post and keeper putting it wide. And from the resulting corner, yet again, it was just put right into the keeper's hands. So as I said, the delivery of corners was quite uh, quite poor. Then, of course, my stream went to you-know-what. And I ended up having to watch it with um, the Arabic station. So it was backwards and forwards again. 
nothing too exciting from Everton. Disappointed at times I was, if, I, if I'm honest. I thought we would have made a better half of it. Gray was probably really the very, very bright spark that we had. Then on 40 minutes, and I have to say against the run of play, Gray received the ball, took on two defenders, and he went slightly right, and I thought he was going to you know, take the chance away from himself, but he hit a low drive past the keeper, so Everton's bright new signing gets a second of the season, and we were leading 1-0. A sigh of relief, it has to be said, as I just mentioned, as I thought we were a little bit poor at that point, so now could we take this game by the scruff of the neck. 44 minutes. Much better by Everton. Townsend to Allen, who backheeled it to Calvert Lewin, who shot just wide. Now this was much, you know, much better. Sadly, as the the first half came to a close, three minutes sounded for injury time. The Arabic commentary commentary <laughs> was excited as watching a, you know, it was exciting as watching a potato growing in the soil. The only words I could hear was the ever mentioning words of Manchester City. You know, they obviously if they're under contract over that part of the world to mention them as often as possible, even if they're not involved in the game so into the minutes of injury time thankfully the goal had given us the boost and needed to hope that this would propel us into the second half um, I couldn't really say there was any real poor um, performances at that moment in time you know just we just needed to be a little bit clinical in our forward lines and hopefully that the second half was going to improve for us going forward so we were into the second half and I was hoping that during that 50 minute break, you know, Rafa had, you know, was able to have the time to, you know, sit down with the lads and say, OK, you know, we're doing OK so far, guys. We have the lead, but let's keep the performance going and let's up the tempo just a little bit. And that's exactly what Everton did. You know, we're kicking off with that slender lead. The first couple of minutes, Everton were passing it around the pitch really, really well. The home fans were a little quiet and it was, you know, it was up to us to keep them that way. You know, you could hear the odd songs of Richarlison. You could hear the grand old team, you know, from the away end. And it was great to hear, you know, in, in a stadium like that. 48 minutes in, Jonathan Moss was was talking with you know Richarlison over something, but it looked like as Richarlison was walking away, Basuma pulled back on Richarlison's shirt, and he shook it off after a minute. You know later Brighton were almost in, but defending, you know we got it away before they won a free kick just outside the box. The free kick was saved by Jordan Pickford. It was, you know, bundled away, but the rebound was cleared by the Corey uh, before Brighton would had a, an easy tap in on goal. So. I was like, Jesus, what is going on? You know, with the the seconds we were letting, you know, within seconds we were letting Brighton in again, and this time an effort was blazed over the bar. 52 minutes, a loaded bit of skill, nothing to do with football of all things. After he was fouled, he did a little kip-up, which I don't think I've ever seen a football player do that in a game before. That brought a cheer to the Brighton fans. So... The bright start, which you could hear our travelling fans singing, had had gone just a little bit well. The singing just needed, we needed to get our bit of composure composure back. And then, yes, a chance from the spot. Seamus Cohn was bundled over in the box. I think it did go to a VAR, but if it did, it was very, very quickly checked. It was a, a stonewall penalty. Richardson had the ball in his hand. He had a bit of a dummy. You know, Coleman was receiving treatment at the time. I think it was uh, Andros Townsend went over to him, slapped the ball out of his hands, and more or less was telling him that, you know, Calvert Lewin has taken penalties this season. It was then Coleman had to go over and basically tell him that he was captain, and I'm telling you that it's uh, Dominic Calvert Lewin is taking penalties for the club this season. So he was quite angry that he wasn't able to take the penalty himself. 
and hopefully that doesn't read into anything before the transfer window on Tuesday. So Dominic Cavalloon stepped up and just like last week, the same kind of stance, the same run up and blast that penalty. Yes, 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 yes. Get the get the flip in as they say, two nil to Everton. Another spot on penalty with Dominic Cavalloon. But let's hope, as I said, the spitting of the dummy by Richardson that was not going to affect the rest of the game. Now this was the time not to sit back. You know, to keep on going, keep up the tempo. You know, sloppy fouls were here and there. In 62 minutes, it annoyed Richardson just a little bit too much. He got a yellow card, and after all the boiling over, you know, not being able to take the penalty, it's something that we didn't really want to have happen to Richardson. Rafa looked to make changes then as he was talking with Alex Awobi on the sideline, giving him instructions. Alan and Decoria again, bossing the midfield again, now trying to nullify the quick midfield movement of Brighton. 64 minutes, a mix-up in the Brighton box. Almost got Richarlison in. He read the mistake just before it actually even happened. He just read that feeling that the mistake was going to happen and he almost go on to it. The fans were singing Richarlison around the stadium again, you know, behind getting behind the Brazilian. So still tuning up, not having that nail, you know, having that nail-biting feeling that we weren't just home and dry just yet. A free kick by Brighton on 66 minutes was deflected out for a corner. And then a break by Everton. Great, you know, went out on the right-hand side, got close up to the box and took on an effort which was blocked. Maybe the wrong choice, but, you know, Gray was up for this after he got the earlier goal. After that play, Dom was down, covering his mouth, speaking with medics. Um, it's hard to read into this what he was saying but obviously because he was covering his mouth he didn't want anyone else to see what was wrong hoping that it wasn't serious he did get up okay but I don't know what the issue was but he then he went off for Alex Awobi didn't look like he was really you know seriously injured um, he, as I said he, as he was covering his mouth talking to the medic but just obviously didn't want anyone to know. Maybe it's just a slight reoccurrence of the toe issue he's been having over the couple of weeks. Anyway, back to the game. Instant involvement by uh, Alex Awobi again. Uh, he's been doing that so well recently. Richardson found him. And a fabulous true ball to uh, Demario Gray, who just couldn't get full contact on it. And was cleared again, but an instant impact by Awobi. So into the final 20 minutes. Uh, Everton at this point were really more value for the lead now. Holgate, a great block on a Trossard effort. Richarlison, Song, singing around the ground again. Richarlison was now leading the line and it would be nice if he could just get that tour just to ease him back into the game after that penalty, you know, kerfuffle. And I like what I was seeing right now. We weren't sitting back. I'm an avid hater of sitting back regardless of the score in the game. You know, Brighton were coming on, but we were dealing magnificent with the dangers, but still looking to get more. And that's what I'd like to see. 70 mix, 76 minutes, a Wobby found Richarlison on the right-hand side. He, he skipped a, sh uh, a shot well wide, when I think he may have been able to get it back onto his left and, you know, and try a different effort. But it was nice to see Richarlison wanting to to be on the ball just to round it off with a goal was all I wanted a minute later a great chance for the Corey to make a three the play was brilliant by Everton Gray slotted in a brilliant ball into the Corey he turned the defender but the keeper saved well and Gray almost got to the spill by the keeper and speaking of spills Pickford had sp spilled a ball um, after a long effort by Trossard a minute later but managed to jump back onto the ball before again Brighton got in for an easy tap in another Rafa change Gray went off for Andre Gomez he came on another fine performance by Gray rounding off with a goal already showing he could be the signing of the season not just Everton signing of the season but the actual Premier League signing of the season you know for something like 1.65 million so into the final 10 minutes 
playing so much better, guys. You know, for any of you who didn't see that game, we just weren't sitting back. This is what I like to see. And into those final minutes, we just had to see out this game properly. But it was absolutely brilliant that we weren't sitting back. We just wanted more and more and more. Sadly, Jordan Pickford got a yellow card. As I can only assume, um, he was wasting time um, after winning a corner. So I can assume it was, for, as I said, wasting time. Mopay was screaming at him previously from the corner. The ball came well out on the left-hand side. Everton fans were shouting to shoot. And Gomez was true on it. He did, he did that. You know, he did that. To be fair, it was on target, but didn't trouble the goalkeeper. Four minutes to go. You know what a turnaround in the fortune of Awobi. He took on the defence again. Breeze passed him, pulled back for Richarlison, and it just literally evaded him. A minute later, there was another VAR check on a possible Everton penalty, which is ruled away. It was a pull down on uh, Richarlison was tugged down. So I can't understand why that wasn't given. Um, I did, to be fair, only see one replay of it. I'd have to see another one, but from what I'm understanding, it was a clear another penalty. So strange that it wasn't given. But really, so happy for a wall. We've been huge critics, no more than myself. But the Rafa influence seems to be working on him very well and another sub super sub appearance yet again so two minutes left we were still looking to get more goals and as i said so many times already in this podcast very impressed by our play in this half since the penalty especially you know with a minute to go uh, mope was acting the bollocks in the the box trying to deceive a penalty uh, pickford pretty much you know came over to him and says get up your bollocks 91 minutes andre gomez was in the box from a very wide angle, and he said, oh, what the hell, and he took a shot on, it was on target, but it was deflected wide for a corner, so five minutes of injury time, and my man of the match, I had to think between the Corey, Andre Gray, and, uh, sorry, Demario Gray, and uh, Alan, and I just have to say, I have just give to the Gray, just ahead of them too, just another brilliant performance, and I'm eating my hat, as I was saying to myself, I didn't see Gray, you know, really bringing anything to the squad, but as I said, I am so happy to be wrong, and long may that continue, so everything looked like bringing the points back home to Goodison, even in injury time, we still went searching for a third, so the missile went, Everton end Brighton's unbeaten start to the season. Seven points from a nine, a good return. And after, as I said, the shaky first half, a second half of great play. And I will mention him again and again and again for this game. Another great appearance of quality from Alex Awobi. So finished final score. Brighton nil, Everton 2 and as I'm recording this podcast we do sit fourth in the table but also it's nice to say joint top you know it's it's a nice nice feeling to say that and a promising start continues and hopefully it will do for some time to come next up we'll be against Burnley after the international break and it'll be my first game meeting up with the members of the Goodison Blue Supporters Club Ireland and hopefully we'll see some familiar faces on that Monday night football that I haven't seen you know during this pandemic so Guys, stay tuned as Rafa's post into you know post match interview is coming next. Thanks again for listening to the Goodness and Blue Supporters Club Ireland podcast. This has been Nash, and as always, stay blue. Rafa, congratulations! Great performance. You. you must be thrilled with that. Yeah, I think that uh, to be fair, from the beginning, the team has so very good team spirit, very good uh, desire, organization, and then they try to to do what they have to do for the benefit of the team. So really pleased because uh, we did well, we won, clean sheet, so a lot of positives. Not a lot happened in the first half. The first goal was going to be very important, wasn't it? And, and to get it just before half-time, fantastic for you. Yeah, I think that we had the three, four chances in the first half to play better counter-attack. We were missing the last pass or the last movement, and we improved in the second half. So obviously we 
were talking about that against a good team that they play well and they attack and we needed to be sure that uh, we were strong in the in defense and then we could play a quick counter-attacks great to see Damari Gray back in the Premier League and it's been a really good start for him isn't it another great goal today yeah it's true I think he's uh, working hard in the training session so I'm pleased because he's improving he has more confidence and then he's always pushing to play so then uh, it's nice when you have players that they want to, to be on the pitch and uh, they train in the way that they train to be sure that the, the manager select them second goal the penalty incident was curious because obviously you've got two players who want to take it. Um, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, I'm guessing, was the man supposed to take it? Yeah, he's, he's the first one. Richie, he knows he's the second one, but he's also keen to score goals. So that is a good this competition. It's something that we can clarify easily. That's it. The main thing is that the, he scored, we won, and then we had the clean sheet. So a lot of positives. Does it disappoint you because it does put extra pressure on Dominic Calvert-Lewin, no, no? not really. I think it's something that I said before. We were talking about that. Uh, I told them that we have to compete in the training session to see who scores more penalties and have to decide. But at the moment, uh, Dominique is the first one and Richie is the second one. How big a part did the Everton fans play today as well? It's always important to have the fans, but especially the away fans, normally uh, they push and they support the team in <laughs> every, every way that they can do it. So really pleased because also we scored the goals there, so yeah. they were happy. Seven points out of nine from the first three games. I mean, that's pretty good, isn't it? You're second in the league. Yeah, it's fine, but uh, I'm a little bit disappointed because against Leeds, uh, I think that uh, we had the chances in the final minutes to, to do better, but uh, overall I have to say that the new manager, new season, still no too many signings and then the team was doing well. Do you think by the time you kick off your next game there could be changes to the squad? I hope so. Do you think there will be? I hope so.